Hello, my beautiful creatures. How are you guys doing this lovely, lovely Monday morning? I'm doing pretty good, honestly. <clears throat> Clearing throat as one needs to be first talking for a long period of time. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, this morning, I actually set an alarm. Cue the applause. No, I. <laughs> the reason that's such a big deal for me is because for like the last two months, I've just been allowing myself to wake up at any point in time. Hell, yesterday I woke up at one o'clock. Actually, no, I think I woke up around like one twenty, and I was like freaking out because I, I started. I had work at two, and I leave at one forty to get there on time, and I was like rushing because I had to take my dog out and feed her, and then I had to like hurry up, take a shower, get dressed, and all that stuff. And I ended up luckily I work at a place where we have food, and so I had to, I was just like buying food and just like eating as I'm working. Um, but yeah, and so today I got up at a stiff nine thirty. I'm actually proud of myself because I haven't been getting up past 10 o'clock the last two months um and the reason I got up this early was only because I had therapy this morning and I had therapy at 10 and so I was like eh I'll wake up like 30 minutes before and get like prepped or whatever um but it was honestly really good I had a really good session we talked about some stuff without I'm going to talk about a bit today and that's been very helpful um I feel like I'm on this journey of just constantly never like not knowing and and just reliving through the same things in the sense of and going through the same emotions and experiencing the same problems within the sense of you know I'm close to graduating and just that whole feeling of unknownness and unsureness and that feeling of growing and failing and all that it's something I've been going through for a long time and it's like it just keeps going and I think that's with life I've found myself you know I was never really wanting to scroll on Instagram I was always more of a TikTok person but I deleted TikTok and I haven't used TikTok in a, in a while now and, and I um I find that Instagram is a lot less addictive and I kind of just scroll through my explore page because I just like watching funny videos but it's just I, honestly most of the videos are, are just me watching ways to decorate my apartment Harry Potter style um and funny thing is my sister and I we haven't been what is it called uh directing directing de de decor decorating we haven't been decorating um <laughs> the apartment because of the fact that we are moving in what three and a half months and so we just was like i mean i decorated my bedroom just because i can't live in a space that has nothing on my walls i mean i mean we have like in the living room we have a map of westeros and we have like my first year poster um for harry potter and we have a sombrero on the wall that my sister got from her boyfriend's family and and uh we have our christmas tree still up if that counts as decoration <laughs> and like a random oh i just put up a sign that says um wait, hold on, i'm reading it says by the proclamation of the anti-tay agenda no kissing allowed and then has our official sticker on it which is anti-tay agenda um which is a group that me and my sister created against my other against my uh, twin which i got it's our little hate group against her which sounds bad it's not it's just us finding ways to like mess with her all day every day um or roast her to her face um sibling things you know and so like I it was just like an inside joke that we always had whenever we did anything or like anything to mess with my sister we like uh we're the anti-tay agenda yeah and but I took us to the next novel and I got stickers made and I built us like a whole logo and stuff like that and so I made that proclamation because her boyfriend's always here and I'm like I hate the sound of kissing or like PDA and stuff like that it's just ugh. 
says I hate the sound of it and so I made the and they like to do this thing where that they won't actually be kissing but they'll make all these kissing noises to mess with me and they'll see how long it takes me to realize what they're doing and I instantly just look at them like I snap my head towards them like what are you doing um and so yeah and so for breaking the law they have to give me 25 cents and yeah I'm enjoying that I'm enjoying that also it's like it's you know it's a new decoration and so the other night, um, I had been on the fo- like a group call with like my family, which they are insane. It's like it's me, my sister, my other sister, my brother, my grandma, and my three older cousins who I, I call them like my aunt and uncle. Like whenever I refer to them, like I put aunt or uncle in front of it just because I doesn't. Or like my one cousin, I will say I, I don't call his, his name Raymond. I don't say Raymond. I say cousin Raymond. Or my cousin, I, her name is Leslie. I call her Aunt Leslie just because they're all ah. I just hit the mic. <clears throat> they're all way older than me. They grew up with my mom, and so like it just feels disrespectful to call them by their first name. And so like I call them Aunt or cousin in front of it. And so I was just like on the phone with them for about two hours, and they are crazy. And it, they all gave me crap for still having our Christmas tree up, which I asked my sister if we could take it down. And she was like, no, it's the only thing that's holding this apartment together, that and the sombrero. And so I was like, even though like uh, we're not planning to decorate or anything like that, I was, my family was like, just take down like the Christmas aspect of it and make it into like, I don't know, like a Harry Potter tree. And so our, since our tree was, um, it's a, not a, a real tree, it's a fake tree. And so since our tree was green and red and silver, I just took off all the red. So now just green and silver, which are Slytherin colors. And Tay and I are Slytherins. And I, I have a Slytherin banner hanging in the hallway. And so I actually, uh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have. I went on Amazon. I know, I know, I know. But I just wanted to look. I just wanted to look to see if there were any like fun Slytherin decorations. And I may have spent $100 because I have no self-control. And I saw this like big Slytherin tapestry. And I was like, okay, got to have that. Like, I got to have that to go over the couch. And then I saw this like Herbology poster. And I was like, well, in my meditation area where all my plants are, I got to have that there. I got to go on the wall there. And then I saw this like, like, colorful like light up platform nine nine and three quarters wall sign and i was like well we have to have that and then i saw wand holders and i was like well i don't want to drill like nails into the wall and put my wands on those like how i have been doing so i can just get wand holders and then i yeah there's a couple other things oh yes i got i got 50 of these like slytherin cards that like you can put around the room and so i'm gonna put that our tv's on the floor so there's nothing on the wall so i'm gonna put that all over the wall and it's gonna be it's gonna be spectacular and my family like what the hell i thought we weren't decorating and i was like i wasn't but the good thing is when i moved to texas i wanted to decorate my room southern style anyway so i can just take all those decorations and i have to buy them then and just decorate my room only problem is my bed like is blue like the headboard and stuff it's like this velvety blue um but i can make it work I can make it work. I have to. I don't have a choice but to make it work. I I don't have a choice but to make it work. Okay, but moving on into today's episode. So I haven't done a rewiring episode in a while. So I was very much adamant like, okay, today is the day that I'm uploading in a rewiring episode. Um, and I love the idea of ending negative talk because that's something I'm working on vastly. Um, and so as I mentioned, I live alone with my sister. 
And so, like, she and her boyfriend are always here, which I love. I love having them here. And I'm just used to it. We watch South Park half the time. We mess around, build, playing video games, building Legos, stuff like that. And so, the last couple of days, she's been staying with him. And so, it's just been me and her dog. And so, I am, I'm used to being alone. I'm used to, like, I grew up, like, really enjoying my own time. I was very, very introverted. Not as much as I am now. Wait, no. Like, I'm not as introverted as I was then is what I have to say um but yeah and so I was always so used to being my alone, being in my own thoughts living with my own self that's the type of stuff is fine but now that you know I live with her and and I'm and I'm always around them and I'm always spending time with my friends now more so now because I'm I'm moving soon so I want to get in as much you know quality time as I can I'm really not that used to being on my own that much anymore or like being by myself and so for like last couple of days I've been at the apartment by myself and I've just been like thinking <laughs> no um it's it's been going it's been it's been going I no okay basically my sister now says she can never like leave me alone anymore because I go through these kind of moods where I'm just like I feel really bad and I was feeling really bad like I, I was like I essentially just like long text dramatic as hell and I was like hey like I just want to say I'm sorry if I'm not a good twin and I really hope that I'm being your support system like I'm really trying to step up and be there for you because you're always there for me and then I, like, I sent this like long as dramatic text and like I like put at the end not to be dramatic or anything and she called me and she was like bro you good and, like I was like yeah I'm fine I'm just like you know I but um I had been texting my friend because she's the lead in my new short film and I have I was working on the stuff for that so we were just talking back and forth because I was working on finding locations and stuff like that and I had mentioned you know my leaving how I was trying to figure out when I was moving like what day I was officially moving to Texas I haven't decided yet I haven't decided what my last day of work is going to be and because of that um she was like oh dude like that's actually really freaking soon like time has gone like it was just six months and now it's three months like that time went by so freaking quickly and that just really made me think i was like oh my god time is moving really really quickly and i'm actually really sad about it because i've been so focused on like how excited i am to move there or trying to figure out what my life is going to be like there that i in like what my life's going to be like post-grad that i just didn't really stop to think about what i was leaving behind and it's the fact that i've spent the last 10 years of my life here i spent my first 11 years of life in philadelphia and now I'm moving on to something new. I'm literally starting a whole new journey in a whole new place with people I don't know in a place that I don't know. And I was just thinking, like, I am really sad to leave because I have made so many amazing friends who I love and cherish. I, my best friends are here. My favorite people are here. Um, and I'm leaving that. I have a job. I mean, it's not a job in my field, but I have a job that I genuinely love. I love being there. I love working there. I like I, The friends that I hang out with, in the middle of the night are the friends that I work with at four in the morning there or I don't work at four in the morning like <laughs> at two in the afternoon is what I meant to say and stuff like that and so it's when you're so used to being around these people all the time and you're so used to being in an environment and then you're no longer in that environment anymore and you're no longer with those people anymore it's so jarring and it's really scary and it's like what do you do how are you 
supposed to move on from that you know i know where everything is here i know all of my landmarks i know where pembroke pine is i know where boca raton is i know where south beach is i know like how to get to all these different places and i know if there's a restaurant that i want to go eat i know where to go if there's a movie that i want to go see i know which um cinemas or which theaters have the best popcorn i mean popcorn have the best like food you know what i mean stuff like that and so now it's just like i'm not gonna have that anymore i'm not gonna be able to if i'm bored at two in the morning text my friends to see if they're awake and then go over their place or they come over mine i'm like i'm not gonna have that anymore you know and like we're gonna be in the real world and then it's it's gonna be it's gonna be weird and i was like genuinely sad about it and then i started getting nervous because i was like okay so what the hell am i supposed to do you know like i've been trying to be positive and i'm trying i don't I'm trying to be like hopeful when it comes to moving to Texas and graduating that I kind of forgot about all the scary aspects of it and the fact that I don't know what I'm going to be doing when I graduate. Um, I have ideas and I and I have certain things that I hope will happen and stuff like that and it's like I can't predict the future and it's going to be my first time really being unsure about something because obviously you know we're in a we go from kindergarten to 12th grade and from 12th grade to college and from college to the next year to the next year to the next year and there's always that next step and this is the first time I don't have that next step set in stone I have ideas and I have theories and I have things that I would like to happen but I don't know if those things will actually happen or how to make those things happen and it's it's terrifying and it it's kind of made me come to the idea of negative self-talk and reason being, and just not even negative self-talk, but just negative talk in general, because I had been really excited for Texas and I had been, you know, telling my family, I was like, I can't wait to move down. Or when I am in Texas, I'm like, I don't want to leave. I want to be here and stuff like that. And that one hour, I got so terrified. I was like, okay, I don't want to leave. I don't leave anywhere. And it's like, when it comes to negative talk, I feel like we allow ourselves to fear things we wouldn't have normally feared if we didn't think about it. We didn't think too deeply into it. And we kind of put ourselves in this really, really enclosed box that it's really hard to get out of. You know, like, I want to talk about it within the prospect of, for instance, freelance. Now, freelance is something that I have done. I have been doing it for years. I've been doing it since I was 15. And that's about, what, six years now. And I've, I've worked on weddings. I've worked on music videos. I've worked on film sets. I've done all of that. I've done that. And yet... When I think about it and I look into the future, I'm like, oh, how am I supposed to do these things? Versus like, I've been doing them for years. What what do you mean? Like, but I think the difference is I have, because I have a community of film here in Florida. I've always been referred to those jobs or like I've texted someone like, hey, you got any film gigs coming up? Like if you do, like, let me know. And they'll send me different listings or different jobs coming up and stuff like that. I've never actually gone out and like, marketed myself or like really pursued freelance on my own i was just like hit up and like hey we have this job for you we have this this, this, and that and so i it's also different because i know people here in florida like when i moved to texas i don't know i don't know anyone there in film or who has certain things going on and so it's like i really have to put myself out there and i'm not used to putting myself out there or maybe i am and i'm just not used to thinking about it in that type of way 
And so when I think about it and, and I, I start to get overwhelmed and think, well, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to go out there and ask someone to let me shoot for them or, or market myself to other people because why why would they want to use me? And two, what if whatever I'm filming for them doesn't come out good? And, and, it, and I put myself in this like box and I fill it with all these bad thoughts and these negative thoughts and stuff like that. And then I shut myself down and I can't do that anymore. It can't work like that, you know? And that's why it's just like, for instance, when it comes to film, I tend to favor screenwriting over creating films and directing and stuff. Reason being, I always loved film. Ever since I was a kid, I loved watching films. I loved watching TV shows. I loved analyzing them. I loved the shots. I loved doing... I loved just watching behind the scenes and seeing how things were made. That, to me, was always something that was so fascinating. Um, never, Not really the screen, like the script portion of it, the story part. I mean, I always loved the story, but it was always just how things were made and how to make them and being able to make them is what, like got me going you know and it wasn't until I you know decided officially decided okay film is what I want to do and before that I was fine making stuff and and I loved making little short films like that were only just one shot long and just long continuous shots and just doing stuff like that I never really thought of it in like a pressure type of way I just enjoyed the process of making films and it wasn't until I decided okay film is what I want to do that things started to change because all that pressure was added I was always told oh you have to do this because this is what you want to do this is film and yada 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 and there were certain things that weren't really giving a, a choice in or you know like when people give you that oh like oh you can do this if you want and, you know like you really don't have much of a choice in it especially at that young of an age and so it always was said oh film is what you want to do you have to do this because film is what you want to do and I started putting that pressure on myself to do these certain things or to make sure I was performing in this way and that my, it came to a point where I was so terrified of making films because it has all this pressure on it that I was like, if I felt like what I made didn't come out good or wasn't good enough, it wasn't. Like, it, it just didn't work. And so I eventually stopped really making any type of film because I didn't want it to be bad. And I just thought, well, if, it, if, if I don't make anything, I can't see anything at all. It won't be bad and it won't suck and stuff like that. And all of the fun creativity and just the parts of the film that I love was pretty much drained out of me and I didn't like doing it anymore. And because I still love the process of film, that's what led me into getting into writing because I was like, well, if I can't create the actual thing, I would love to be able to create the story. And the thing about create, like screenwriting is that you can always edit it. A screen, like a screenplay, a script is never done being written until it's completely filmed because even when you get to shoot the shooting process things are still being cut things are still being added lines are being changed stuff like that and it's not until everything is filmed that that script is finally done being rewritten and so i love that i could always it was never finalized i could always keep going until it got better with a film it's not like that you make it and then it's done unless you reshoot it but like that's a whole different thing and so I was always so, you know, like, oh, it's just a lot easier for me to do screenwriting. And it's not as, I don't have to be that brave when I do screenwriting. I don't have to, I don't have to put myself out there because I can just create, stay in my own bubble. I can create this world and then I can send it. So I don't have to be with them when they, when they want, like, read it. I don't have to, you know. And I lived like that for the last, what, four years where I've just created like that. And I'm now just being able to kind of comfortably get back into doing film and it's usually if I'm shooting for other people because a lot of my friends ask me to be their director of photography and I love what I create when I'm shooting them like for them and I'm I'm choosing how I think the shots should be and helping them to choose the lighting and and doing my job and I love how and I'm actually filming it with my bare hands and I love how it comes out versus when I shoot something for myself I'm so hard on myself because I'm like oh should look look better than this and it should be like this I have all these set expectations that I completely demolish all the hard work that I put into it 
And it's been like that. And, you know, today uh, in therapy, I was talking to my therapist about that. And she had this idea. And she was like, by the next time we meet, I want you to have shot at least one thing. And like, no, you don't need your camera. No editing, nothing like that. If you see something, you feel inspired, just shoot it. It can be like 30 seconds of just one thing and just do that. And I really like the idea of doing that. And I want to do that, but on a more of a higher level within the sense of also using photography as well. Like if I see something that looks cool, just shoot it. And if I want to edit something together, do it or however I want to do it. But I love the idea of just starting over with film because it's never too late to start over with anything in life, which is something that I'm learning. It's never too late to start over because you can just try new things and so I want to kind of start over with my journey in film where I'm taking away all the pressures because I genuinely feel like oh I should have a job coming out of college with film I should be working in big Hollywood I should be doing this and that and maybe maybe I could if that was great cool but I really and I feel like I have to like kind of reiterate it especially to my family be like I don't want you guys thinking I have nothing going on in my life. I don't want you guys thinking I'm not doing anything and I'm being lazy or, you know, like I, when I graduate, I don't want that edit pressure or what you're doing in film now or what you like. I don't want that. You know, I want to be able to just take my time and really just enjoy the process of creating and slowly building my way up to something. Because I feel like especially in this society, in this day and age, we're constantly told that we have to have a plan. We have to be doing all of these big things that the little things that we're doing don't count anymore. That we have to be going so quickly and moving so fast. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to just be able to enjoy just being a creator and slowly building and getting to, when I get to a point that I can really put myself out there and, and grow a huge business or whatever, do it. But I'm not in a space where I want to rush everything that I'm doing. And I feel like I need to rush and I'm not. And it's that negative talk where I tell myself, well, if I don't, if I, by the time I graduate, I don't have this, oh, this and this and that set up, I'm never going to be successful in film. And I also think that success works in very different ways. Like my version of success is different than your version of success. Some people's versions of success is having lots of money, being known all over the world, being famous and, and do, owning million cars and a huge house. That's not my version of success. My version of success is honestly, I don't even fully know to be quite totally with you. But right now, how I feel is just financially being able to be independent and have savings and have my retirement funds set up and to be creating stuff that I'm genuinely proud of like that my version of success is just being proud of my work you know financially I want to be like financially stable as hell but like genuinely like having a portfolio that I'm really proud of that's my current version of success and that's what I'm working up to and it's like when it comes to how we look at our future and the way we talk about things just remembering like just watch what you say because the one the universe hears everything but also your mind can sometimes can't differentiate whether you're joking or you're not and so if you're constantly being negative about something you know for instance school i have i keep saying okay so basically the, uh, in the film that i'm doing my character once well got into the school nyu and so because i was you know preparing for the shoot and stuff like that i was looking for nyu merch that i could use to do uh when i'm doing my set design and stuff like that and i found this really dope nyu hat and i'm like oh i want the hat like i wanted to just have to wear it but i was like i don't go to nyu and i felt bad because i was like i want to be able to rep the school that i go to but i feel like my school disappointed me in a lot of ways it wasn't a good school to go to it's really not that great of a school period like if you ask anyone who goes to my school we all like mm -mm. but and i feel so bad about it and i'm like i feel like the, my college experience 
Oh, wait, quick thing. I am going to get the hat because my sister went to NYU. She's a graduate. She's an alumni. I'm like, yeah, I'm repping for her. But back to what I was saying. Um, I feel like the college life that I lived wasn't what it should have been or was it what it should be. And I feel like it should have been more. I should have been, I should have been, you know, had, it should have fit the aesthetic. I feel like my college life did not meet the aesthetic and meet what I'm used to from, you know, watching movies and TV shows and stuff like that. And it's like, that's not, and it's something my therapist said today. She's like, all of our college experiences are different. You know, I'm just grateful for the memories that I've made and I've worked hard and filmed and stuff like that. And I may not want to rep my college, but I can you know, be a bit more happy about it or be more positive about it. Like, I've only ever talked bad about my school and I'm like, well, yeah, my school sucked, but I had these, I had some good opportunities from there and I met some awesome people I wouldn't have met if I hadn't gone there. And so it's like finding the good and the bad and really just being positive about everything that I'm doing and just being grateful and having gratitude. That's something that I'm working on is being, have just showing gratitude for everything in my life. And, you know, I don't like, you know, my life is my own to live. I don't want to live life like everyone else. I want to live, even if it's a bit naive, even if it's in my own bubble, I want to live the life that makes me happy. You know, not that is what society or other people telling me to do, you know, and just stuff like that. And, you know, there's just so many areas in my life and just in life in general, so many things that I can do. And that's why I have my hobbies and that's why I want to try different things. And that's why I want to give myself the time and the space to grow and not feel pressure and to really make those good decisions. And it's like, I don't also, I can't rush knowing and knowing and being comfortable with my life and stuff like that. When there are people who I know who are in their thirties and they're still, they're having to start over. They're having, they still don't know what they want and they're still this, this and that, you know, like it's, I saw a thing, a video of Andrew Garfield. He was like, I'm 40 years old and I'm finally, like, I finally love myself. I finally know where I'm at and stuff like that. And he's 40 years old and he's Andrew Garfield and he's done so many things. But even he's, it was still figuring stuff out. And so it's like kind of allowing myself to know it's okay for, for it to take time. And it's okay for not everything to be how it should be or how I feel it should be. You know, just trust the process. Is honestly what I feel like I need to do when it comes to life. Just trust the process, trust God, and trust myself. Trust that I, you know, at whatever time I am in my life, will know what's best for myself and be able to make those decisions to get to me to wherever I need to be. And I don't have to know everything now. I don't have to even know anything later. I don't even know what I'm having for dinner later. I think I'm going to have some, like, rice of palm. Is it, like, heart of palm? Or, like, chopped up into rice? I don't know. I'm trying to be healthy. I don't um and yeah and so that's kind of where i'm standing and all my negative talk is just demolishing it you know whenever i i start feeling myself becoming negative about something list all the positive aspects of it list all the good things that could happen from it just really trying to create a good space for myself don't let myself fall into a bubble or a hole or a box because i'm never going to get out of it it's going to take me a really long time and just knowing that it's okay to take your time it's okay to not be where you want to be or where you should be or feel you should be and it's okay to start over we all have to start over that's just how life is um and so i'm really grateful to just kind of have that aspect you know and just kind of be thinking about that right now and so that's where i am that's what's going on we're working on ending that negative talking and changing how our minds are whether it's you know if you want to learn that language go learn that language if you feel that you're not smart enough start choose a topic that you feel you don't know much about and and start learning about that topic i feel that i 
vastly improved when it comes to film and there's so much that I want to be able to do that I don't know. Like I'm not that great when it comes to lighting. So studying lighting more and getting and just practicing it is something that I need to do. And just, you know, my school didn't really do that great of a job of teaching me. So I kind of have to teach myself and just moving in that direction. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's how today's episode's gone. <laughs> I am really excited because I'm taking international film today. And so I need to start ready getting ready for class because my goal, my goal, guys, ladies, gentlemen, gays, and ladies, is to be on time for class and work. Both of those. And to get straight. I have three classes left. I want to get A's in all three. So I already did my assignment before class. In my first day of class, I already did my assignment. And thank you to my girl, Monica, because I didn't know that we had an assignment due today. Because I didn't look at any of it at, at all. And she texted me. She's like, bro, we got an assignment due first day. I said, ah. No, but I'm actually really excited because we had to do this article, uh, read this article and do all this annotation and questions and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed the article. And I feel like it's kind of, it was just basically talking about when it comes to people in film and the way, like, between the difference between mainstream cinema and a slower paced cinema and how, or like more artsy type of cinema where people prefer artsy cinema and over mainstream and how, like, there are a lot of people, like filmmakers. If you y'all ever meet that filmmaker and they're like, you haven't seen Citizen Kane? You haven't seen The Godfather? How are you really as a filmmaker? And it's like, I am. I'm just not into those type of films. I mean, I've seen those, obviously. But it's like, it goes within stance. Like, you, you don't, you're not determined or defined by what you have seen, what you haven't, and just stuff like that. And it was like talking about that and how this guy was like, in the article he was saying, he spent so many years of his life watching all these artsy films and being devoted to those and not really allowing himself to enjoy the mainstream media and stuff like that because that's what he felt like he had to or else he would look like stupid or whatever like that. He was like, he just felt like he was being a snob and he didn't like that. It was just so interesting, very intricate. I loved it. And so, yeah. So I'm going to go get ready for class. I'm going to be a good student. I decided, you know, college hasn't been, I mean, what I thought it would be. It didn't fit the aesthetic, but I'm going to create my own aesthetic and I'm going to go to class. I might get myself, I'm not going to get, actually get anything from the cafe because I don't need any caffeine and I don't need any milk because that will mess up my stomach. But I will go to class and I, I'm going to pull in my little satchel and I'm going to take out my iPad and my pen. I'm going to take some notes, you know. I mean, I'm like, I'm in a good student type thing. I'm going to skateboard through campus. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be so stressed this month. <laughs> I'm taking two classes, two classes, which I know is like obviously before people um in regular colleges they would take like five classes at a time the difference is y'all have like eight to 16 weeks of those classes we have four classes uh four classes four weeks to those classes and so you're really only supposed to take like one at a time or two that's fine and just with this specific professor she's quite difficult and so you only want to take one class with her because there's so much work for four weeks um and so yeah let me go before I'm late. <laughs> Bye, guys. I love you guys so much. Make sure you guys check out my Patreon. New episodes every single Wednesday. I'm growing and hoping to be able to do my podcast full time so that I can create more content for you guys, but also so I can work on my film career and growing that and 
you guys will get to see me do and bigger things. It's what I'm working towards. Make sure you guys follow all of my social medias. For those watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe, um, like this video, and drop some comments. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you would like to hear. You know, all the stuff. I love you guys. Make sure you're nice to each other. Peace, love, and prosperity. Let me go. I'm tired. So I really need a nap. If I fall asleep in class, which has happened so many times and with this professor before, even though I love her, I love her, but I get so tired. Ah, let me go. Stop. Oh my God. Ah.